get your earphones in, everybody, and everybody hear us out. We are Rob Uten and Brian Dennis, and this is P-B-O-T-N. We've got my dad leveling up your awesomeness, dropping knowledge of TV, movies, and comics. We've got Brian Dennis flexing his nerd muscles. How you level up your awesomeness? He will solve the puzzle. Just when you thought you've heard it all, a new episode will come along. Won't you like, subscribe, and rate our show? One last thing. Leave a five-star review before you go. Oh, yeah. Welcome to Prevenge of the Nerds. This is a podcast about the stories that could have led to your favorite movies, TV shows, and so much more. I'm Bradley Butin, and this is my esteemed co-host, Brian S. Dennis, and the S stands for Thundera. Thundera. Ooh, I like where this is going. We will be your guides on this quest to level up your awesomeness. We will nerd out. We will get sidetracked. And we will have a great time doing it. Brian, I have a very important question to ask before you introduce today's topic of the week. Yes, sir. What was Scar's name in Lion King before he got the scar? I bow to your awesomeness. I love the Lion, the original animated Lion King. I cannot think of Scar's name pre the actual Scar. I, I don't know what it is either. Somebody, I saw okay. that on Facebook, and I'm like, I have to ask Brian this question. <laughs> I think, you know, and I can't remember if he was born with it or it was an injury, but, well, you know the other, you know the other common question about Lion King, right, which is, who is Nala Father? Uh, oh, right. Which is, which is the, and for those of you don't don't know, and again, I don't profess to know anything about real animals beyond, yeah. you know, pets I've had, but apparently in the wild, um, you have one lion to multiple lionesses in a pride. And if you watch The Lion King, the, the both the original animated version and the live action version, there is they on screen they show other than Simba, there's only they really only show in the animated version, especially one male lion, which is Mufasa, surrounded by a sea of lionesses. So that leaves you with uh, only a so that so if you think about it, the only other adult male lion shown in Lion King when Nala's a child is Scar. So mm. that means either if you take that as the only uh, male lions <laughs> around is that Simba either mates with his cousin, if Scar is her dad, right, or his sister. <laughs> which, mm. doesn't that just bring all the Disney magic to your lives, boys and girls? <laughs> yes, it does. A good call, buddy. Good call. All right, so this is how the show is going to go. First, we're going to cover our topic of the week. We will discuss, theorize, and give our two cents worth and a penny for our thoughts. Then we will each have our own topic to cover with each other. Brian, what's our topic of the week? Well, the theme for our November recordings is things that we are thankful for. So this week, we're going to cover TV shows that which of which we are very, very thankful. And of course... We'll also have our tat, or maybe even tats, plural, of the week. Ooh, all right. 
sounds good from here. So uh, first, I want to jump into some uh, some podcast state of the pod, if you if you don't mind. In pod we trust. In pod we trust. I like it. I think we need to buy a. I need to make it get a dollar bill with that on there. It'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so still averaging about 20 downloads an episode. So good job. Uh, we're good. We'll keep it going. I'll keep on sharing the episodes. I do want to try to bring some more in. Uh, and before we get into our topic of the week, I did uh, have a couple of, uh, of uh, people reply to my Facebook post about the th- TV shows that we're thankful for. And we will go ahead and go over that as well. Uh, so, there, I don't have any reviews, or we don't have any reviews of Prevenge of the Nerds on Apple Podcasts, so do us a favor. Go on and give us a five-star review. Tell us how awesome we are. Tell us what you did with your leveled-up awesomeness. Uh, well, there's also a new episode of the Fandemic that came out today. It is War of the Bounty Hunters, Part 2 of 6, with Joshua, with Joshua Aldini. The next episode will be with uh, Ben Dupay, and we're going to talk about the greatest shows that you're not watching. Also working on uh, some other stuff I got in the works, still working on Murph's World a little bit. Hopefully I'll have better news for that in the very near future. I want to get that started very early in the, ne- in the new year. Uh, working slowly but surely on Fandemic Fights. And uh, it was talking to my wife, and I think I might actually talk her into doing a podcast with me. And the only logical name for anything like that would be the Fam-demic. Nice. Nice. I'm also on a hunt for a talented artist to illustrate my kid's book, Leveling Up My Awesome. So if you know anybody, send them my way. I got a couple of people that uh, that I've been talking to a little bit, and we're going to see how that goes. So, uh, Brian, you want to yes, pour sir. out some ketchup? <laughs> Let's do it. All right. What's new with you, buddy? Well, first off, um, so um, I spent a lot of time this weekend, again, like you said, pouring out the ketchup, of catching up on some things and re-binging uh, uh, things. So I re-caught up on, um, we talked a little bit about some last week's podcast, of uh, on Disney Plus, they called the I believe they called them the Marvel Legacy movie. So basically, uh, like any great corporation, the things that you do to grow your business is you sell off your favorite children to make way for your lesser known bastards. So Marvel did that with the likes of X Men and and Fantastic Four and licensed those to Sony so they can make the MCU. So I watched the uh, X Men movies part of the Sony verse, and uh, again, those actually hold up. Up until we get past Days of Future Past, um, last the last good X Men movie of that ilk, uh, they began to lose me with that. I actually watched the Wolverine uh, as well. Uh, Hugh Jackman, it will always be the only Wolverine for me. And of course, I actually um, caught up. I didn't get a chance to catch it when it was in theaters. I'm a bad Marvel fan for that, but I had to got to I catch up on uh, Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, and I watched that four times over the weekend i thought it just it got better each and every time very good very good oh man and so what do you think of shang chi well shang chi again uh, i watched the first time i watched it i watched it like at four o'clock in the morning because brian doesn't sleep very much and i really liked it i didn't know if i loved it i thought it was good um i the the uh i love some of the some of the um 
the sightings, both in the film and as in the actual, uh, the hidden scenes or the post-credit scenes that come in. So if anyone has not watched it, this is a spoiler alert section of our show. But definitely, uh, the more I watched it, the more I enjoyed it. I, I, I actually texted you that I loved their, their reinterpretation of the Ten Rings. Uh, I think they did a lot to repair their horrible treatment of the Mandarin uh, in Iron Man 3. It actually made me like Iron Man 3 better. Uh, I would love to give Mar- I would love to give Marvel credit that this is the grand plan all along. I don't think so. <laughs> I thought I think they believe that the Trevor Slattery character, who is who Ben Kingsley is in all his wonderfulness, especially in All Hell the King and in Shang Chi. But mm-hmm. I thought I think they thought that the uh, the treatment <laughs> of the Mandarin with the kind of the twist with the extremist and the Guy Pierce character. We better received it was not so they did a lot to kind of repair that and I love yeah. the reinterpretation of the character, the rings, the ten rings as an organization, obviously of Shang Chi, and I think they have introduced the most badass weapons that we have in the Marvel universe. Well said, sir. Yeah, I I, I really dug uh, Shang Chi. I honestly I think it's probably one of the greatest martial arts movies that's ever been made. Oh, absolutely absolutely I mean absolutely. that yeah uh the, such good acting in Aquafina was just yes. that the perfect amount of of comic relief yes yeah she I I love her as an actress although I, every time I hear her I, I think of Sifu uh, uh from uh, Rhea the lost dragon yes. see and uh, I go to uh and I go to Jumanji the next level uh, uh, which she is one of the avatars in that. Um, oh, that's right. I forgot all yes, about that. Which gives you her level of comedic timing in that yes. movie is that she stands up against the likes of Danny DeVito, The Rock, Kevin Hart, who are all extremely funny. Danny yes. Glover is has a very great understated humor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack Black, obviously. I mean, she's in there with some very funny, very well-known uh, comedic actors yeah. and big personalities, and she stands her own, and I think actually uh, steals the show with her portrayal. Uh, and, then, and then loved her so much, uh, and just the little things she does. And again, they, and, I, and the other thing about it, you know, um, we could do, and again, and we could do a series of these podcasts on Disney's history of not the most kind treatment of other cultures and appropriation, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, this was as especially uh, was still. I mean, this they've shown both with this and with Black Panther um, a a reverence for culture mm-hmm. and really bringing that into the MCU. So you got to give that entire production team from top down. Um, and again, very similar to Black Panther in the way it is just a very beautiful film as well. I mean, it's cinematically, it is just a gorgeous movie to watch. Yeah, that scene. And it's it's probably my favorite scene of the movie, uh, is when the the dad meets the mom, mm-hmm. and in in the the forbidden um, land yeah. whatever. And hey, just, yes, yes, yeah. And and uh, uh, and I, I and I I really like a lot of this stuff that I don't know a ton about. I don't know a ton about sure. Shang Chi, uh, sure, sure, sure. you know. But I mean, I, I did brush up a little bit, and, and like, how close is? that to shung long with iron fist and you know yes and, yes. and so the, yeah, that's pretty interesting so uh yeah I, I i watched it too our internet went out on saturday 
right before my wife and I left for Illinois for our, our, our anniversary trip. Okay. We, okay. we jumped over there for the night. Uh, our 10 year anniversary was last Thursday. Congratulations. Thank Veterans thank Day and anniversary. Yeah. Nice. That's, met. that's a way that you will never forget. I get it. Of course. Okay. Not only that, but we were married on 11, 11, 11. Oh, wow. Nice. Right. Yes. And then we actually met on Memorial Day on, in 2010. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. She, she may be listening. So get these dates right, sir. I know, right? I, I'm like thinking. So, uh, but, but yeah, so definitely want to show her some love really quick. Also, uh, in about four hours from now, I will be watching the new Ghostbusters movie. So give a plug for the theater. Where are you going to be at? B&B Theaters in Ankeny, Iowa. Uh, by nice. the time this comes out, the uh, Ghostbusters will be out the uh, same day, same day. So it's going to be right. pretty good. I'll, I'll definitely text you about what I think about it. I won't, yes, I won't no spoilers. I definitely will want to check it out as well. So Yeah, so let me know uh, when you do, and I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll go watch it again with you. Perfect. I mean, we got to definitely plan our, and this came up in our pandemic we did with Chad and Carter. We definitely yes. will need to, whether we call it, whether it's Prevenge or Pandemic, but definitely the Pandemic uh, universe goes to the movies and really looking at that. And given, I think, uh, before we get to our content for this evening, is I would love for us to start doing those and actually having blind reviews we do live on the podcast. Yeah. So no, no, no touch base, but just, you know, and by the way, um, uh, RIP, but I, I would love to, you know, if zombies are real, I would love to put Brian, Dennis, and Brad against uh, uh, Siskel and Ebert. I say we do it, man. I mean, I'm game. I'm, yeah. I'm definitely game. We should, uh, let's workshop that. I think there's something there. <laughs> yeah, instead of, how about instead of two, th- you know what we should do? And we're reviewing it instead of uh, uh, stars or thumbs, we give them beards. So right. we get we, go, there from, we go. You go from like the soul pass to the full on like Gandalf. Right. Like the better you yes. are, the more powerful the beard. I'm digging it, man. All right. Yeah, I, I'm definitely thinking uh, fan pandemic movie. Uh, well, we will we'll come up with a good title. But yes, mm-hmm. uh, so that is definitely going to be coming in the near future. So, <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's get into our main topic of the day. Let's do it, sir. Yes, all sir. Right. And is it your turn to go first or is it mine? I believe it is my turn to go first. And even if it's not, I'm going to do it anyway. So, all right. So here's here's our plan today is that um, Brad and I discussed that we want to do our favorite movies. Uh, We're both kids of the 80s and 90s primarily. So I'm curious how much that will inform our list. Uh, I suggested that we should do as strictly 80s uh, themed shows. Brad Little Rubin said, let's just do show of shows. We're going to do that. So I have my top five shows. Before I do that, um, I wanted to just give a quick list of my honorable mentions because this is really tough. So awesome. if you can bear with me for a minute, Brad, I just want to give you yes. it's a list of 10, but I would just list them. I really want to go into any detail on cool. them. But my 10 honorable mentions. So starting up, the animated show Doug. All right, for all you Nicktoons folks out there. <laughs> Yes, uh, Alf. Oh gosh, as in, yes. As any great nerd, Quantum Leap, great show. That's, best mo- time, that's one of my honorable. That's one of my honorable mentions. Best time travel show I think that we've done. Um, yes. Okay, a show that I don't think gets this. I said I was just going to listen, but I'm just going to be me. A show that does not get its run for how awesome an '80s show it was. The sitcom Night Court. I thought that was just beautiful. Well, it's I coming mean, back. They're, yes, they're, yes. Yes. With uh, with Melissa Roach from uh, 
Big Bang Theory. Yes, she's going to be Harry's daughter, correct? I believe so. Yes. 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 So, I love that show. Oh my yes. gosh, just, I love that show. And that again, just to you know, it comes to the universe. <laughs> we talk about anything, but you know that block that again started out with Cosby Show. We didn't know. We didn't know. So don't judge. Just <laughs> that you know. Then you eventually had a different world. But then the, starting at the nine PM block, you had Cheers. You had Night Court. Well, I think it was Night Court. Then Cheers. And then uh, I think on Thursday night, maybe it was. I forget the ten o'clock show. I think, uh, but yeah, that whole started that before must see TV Thursday night was just the night. And again, it was one of those, it was back when you couldn't stream and reruns meant wait until the summer. So you, yeah. it, was, it seriously was destination television. All right. So the rest of my honorable mention list, sir, is say what I left off with night court. So mm-hmm. again, another, again, I showed it doesn't get its run from the idea of the eighties cartoons greatness. We hear about GI Joe. We hear about transformers. We're going to hear about another one's on my list, but my actual list, but what about silver hogs? Again, oh my and, gosh! I yes, can, that that theme song I can I can even yes. hear it playing in my head. Even Tally Hawk, it was just fantastic. Yes, yes. Do you remember Brave Star? Yes, I actually had the horse whose name I cannot remember. But I, I, had, I, I had I had I think I had like the bad guy in the okay. I lied. Yes. My brother had the toys. I never got any. But when 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 you're three years difference from your brother, when your brother His gets toys are your he toys, gets... dude. Yeah, right, absolutely, exactly. absolutely, absolutely. Uh, oh man, we got to again of the future episodes of the greatness of '80s cartoons. Um, uh, yeah, Pound Puppies. It was yeah. All right, um, this one may shock people, but I, I uh, uh, my mom worked a lot, so during the summers, uh, she worked. I was at home alone a lot. Yes. Or Brian, but I would wake up in the mornings and I would just binge this TV show, Matlock. I Andy Griffith and his greatness, and he never really? lost. He lost one case, okay, uh, which they then took back and said he really didn't lose it. All right, right. Um, ER, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air because of the Carlton dance, of course. Okay, <laughs> just the Carlton dance. Yes, and the last two. <laughs> Because they capture that, you know, we talk about sometimes that sometimes you blossom over time, but I think we yeah. also need to give credit to some folks that are just born impeccable and they stay that way. So last two on my list, we start off with Who's the Boss? Mm-hmm. With not only Tony Janza, but the incomparable Alyssa Milano, who continues to just be Alyssa Milano in Charmed. I right. mean, uh, talk about not missing a beat. Uh, that's just um, uh, so that's my honorable mention. Before I turn this over, yeah, uh, I remember reading a story a few years back when she gave an interview and they asked her how well she had kept up with her cast and somebody she had really stayed close with Danny Pintar, who played uh, Danny in the yeah. show, and uh, uh, Catherine Hellman, and all those folks. And then they asked her about uh, Tony Danza. And she goes up and they, they were really close up until when she was like in her early 20s, Tony Danza asked her out. And it just made it weird when she goes, you know, for my actual childhood, you were my surrogate dad. So, uh, yeah, so yeah. The, now, the now New York public school teacher, Tony Danza, actually, I believe last I heard he was a history teacher in a New York public school system. So how did that never uh, become a sitcom? Yeah, and I wonder if his name's also Tony as a teacher. Just saying. Um, I wonder. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So that I wonder was if he honorable. says who's the boss in this classroom. 
<laughs> I, I get the feeling he's gonna somehow be a boxer because he always managed to bring in boxing no matter what. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> so those are my honorable mentions. Um, so yeah. as we go there, I'll go ahead and start my actual list and then we'll get it rolling. So, yeah. okay. So starting with, so these are my top five. And I've listened to probably my favorite all-time television show is Cosby Show. Cosby's not on this list because I'm already mentioned it. And again, we didn't know we didn't know. But I thought about five others. So here we go. Starting out my list and knowing where my heart lies as far as my favorite character ever. I had to start off with the 1990s Batman, the animated series. There's not a better way to start this list of shows I'm thankful for. It is a show that still holds up. Uh, if you have the HBO Go streaming service, you can watch the episodes of their partnership with DC. It was that it was a weird show in that at times it was in modern times, but other times it was like in the 50s. Uh, it was actually pretty dark for a kids show that was on at like at four o'clock in the afternoon where yeah. I grew up. It had it had fairly teen to young adult themes. It didn't hold back. I mean, you didn't see a lot of blood, but it didn't hold mm-hmm. back on violence. On, on on there being on bad on bad things happening to good people, and again just that epic theme music, the way it was drawn, the way it was shot, that intro, that intro. Um, uh, I mean, it gave. I mean, and as the show progressed, you had they brought in people like Robin, like like yeah. Batgirl, but they still didn't lose that dark edge to it. So my number five, as all things are with Batman. Awesome, perfect, perfect time. There's our cameo. Yes, cameo number one. Yay! How's it going there, little girly? Good. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, we we missed you last week because uh, you're in bed. I was in bed. Sleeping nice and peacefully. Nice and peaceful. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Okay, Leia. Hey, how are you doing? Hi. How are you doing? Good. You got any questions for us this week before we get back to the podcast? Uh... Well, actually, what's your so? What's your favorite TV show, Leah? What are some of your favorite TV shows in the mic? Uh, Spy Ninjas, um, Rebecca DeBulo. YouTube. Um, yes, YouTube, Netflix. Oh, I love the Thundermans. The Thundermans, yep. Okay. Thundermans isn't bad. Thundermans not bad. Ooh. Oh, and I used to watch Victorious and Sophia the First, and I also used to watch Sam and Cat, and I think I still kind of do. But yeah. Awesome. So, what does Thundermans mean to you? I know right now you watch that like every morning. Uh, and afternoon. <laughs> and afternoon. Yes, All right. Dad. Let's get you the true fan. Right. Mornings and afternoons. It's all the time of the times. Right. So you like that show a lot? I love it. All right, okay. kiddo. All right, here, give me a kiss. I love you. Good night. I'll see you in a little bit. Want to say bye to Brian? I will. But I oh, she saw a cat. Well, so we have to bring a cat in there, too. Yes. It's a kitty cameo. Ooh, the kitty cameo. All right. Move your and cat. The- and the kitty totally turns into the prevent of the nerds background for most of it. So, all right. So we got our cameo. We got our catio in. You like the that? The catio too. I like. I like yes. it. Yeah. All right, kiddo. <laughs> Bye. Bye, sweetie. All right. So all right. Num- number five is Batman animated series. Good yes, pick. sir. 
right. Uh, so do you want to go through your list first? I can do my list first. Absolutely. Okay. Awesome. So following Batman animated series, again, staying in the world of animation, uh, another show that I honestly still watch it today. Again, that is honestly the greatness of streaming is that so many of the shows still live on forever. They're easy to get a hold of. And my number four pick is King of the Hill. So, Very good. Oh, I love King of the Hill. If you've not seen King of the Hill, it got swallowed up a little bit in that uh, Fox uh, uh, animation domination thing that they have going on. Uh, it was put up against things that, while funny, I don't think we're nearly as smart. Uh, mm-hmm. Early Simpsons is probably smarter, but then Simpsons changed over time. Uh, Futurama uh, shows like that, but the King of the Hill, uh, and there's actually there was actually a a um, a, a, an academic paper that was written about King of the Hill about how Bobby Hill was the most accurate portrayal of an American uh, kid on television. That he was, he was, they called it, I think they call it uh, Bobby Hill, uh, Life of a C Student, because he was not exceptional at anything in particular, but he was a good hearted kid that was trying to get through the day. So I love King of the Hill. Uh, and again, that is my number four pick. So again, if you've not watched King of the Hill, you can stream it on Hulu. It is well worth the watch and just great, really smart uh, uh, um, uh, show that is got a lot of great heart. So my number three show, again, so when I grew up primarily in the late 80s and early 90s, uh, this show was just a huge cultural hit. Uh, I personally, and, and you know, Brad, I've mentioned before that I really I've had a hard time getting my head wrapped around Doctor Who. Another show that has never quite hit me where I live is Saturday Night Live. So this is my Saturday Night Live. So my Saturday Night Live was the one and only in living color. Oh, uh, God, I love that. Da- oh, Damon Wayans. I wish I could do yes. a, good, uh, uh, a good good impersonation, but I can't. More money. Uh, mo- or, yes. Mo- <laughs> mo money, more money, more Yeah, and just... Uh, it, I, I, it's one of those shows, and again, I keep trying to bring the, the streaming into this. Yeah, it's just so you can rewatch. I can't. I couldn't. I can't. I've not found where Living Color may be streaming, but it yeah. is again. It's a great sketch comedy show. It's also known for launching careers of people who are uber famous today, but were really not household names. The likes of Jim Carrey, the likes of Jennifer Lopez. Uh, back when Jenny really was from the block. Yeah. Uh, the the entirety of the Wayans family, all 328 of them, yeah. uh, uh, and just so many. Again, if you, if I'm assuming that a lot of artists are familiar with this, but if you are of the younger generation, may have not had opportunity to really see a lot of this show. Uh, sketch, great, great sketch comedy uh, uh, characters. Fire Marshal Bill, uh, Homie the Clown. It's just so many great ones. So. Uh, in living yes. color is one of my absolute basically it was it was known it was really famous for having a dj uh mm-hmm. they had a dj and so the show had a list of dancers that they called the fly girls fly meaning hot sexy and the lead fly girl was jennifer lopez and then you had uh uh, a, a the DJ was a guy by the name of SW1, who later we was known to be Sean Wayans, one of the Wayans brothers. And if you have enjoyed the scary movie franchises from several years back, Sean Wayans is a big part of those. Yep. Um, so again, love that. Um, and again, Keaton Ken Ivory Wayans, just a great creative mind. Uh, wrote a lot of the early uh, Eddie Murphy stand-up specials. So if you <laughs> liked, so if you like Eddie Murphy Raw, things like that. Kim Ivory Wayans actually was a co-writer for most of those stand-up specials. 
Go do ahead. you remember the movie A Low Down Dirty Shame? Yes. Starring I, the incomparable Jada Pinkett. Yes. Oh my gosh. I remember watching that movie almost on repeat. I loved that movie almost as much as uh, Last Wish. <laughs> She's making up so, for lost time. Apparently, she is. Um, yes, I love I that movie. Shane. Daddy Moo. Oh, I'm not gonna. <laughs> I got two kitties in town. All right, you're being invaded. But I yeah, kicked off my own podcast. Uh, it's oh, not yes, the first. You? Won't yes. be the last. <laughs> won't be the first. Won't be the last. Um, no, it won't. Oh, oh, look at this. This disgusting. Okay, green screens don't work when you when the product is green as well. All you see is like a clear bottle. So, yes. And and I get a feel I know where that bottle is in case they want to be a sponsor one day. We're not going to throw them underneath the bus. So, we right. found a product Leia is not a big fan of. That's okay. All right. Leia, if, if you're drinking anything. I hate soda. Yeah, if you're drinking anything besides water, she's going to get it. It's like if you swear, you're, she's going to ask for money from the, for, for her college. <gasps> oh. Kind of like I got $50 today. For making well, Rice Krispie Treats. If that's all it takes, I'll make some Rice Krispie Treats. All right. Yeah, her, her, her Rice Krispie treats are, treats are extra good. Okay. Do you so, put peanut butter in them? No. Okay, my favorite Rice Krispie Treats have peanut butter in them. So, yeah, so do you like Scotcheroos then? Or, or are you more of a you Rice You probably like Scotcheroos because you like Scotcheroos. Well, Scotcheroos are the peanut butter... Like yes, Rice Krispies. Yeah, yeah, and I'm a Scotchroo fan. Absolutely. Oh gosh, yes. I mean, I mean, yes. uh, how can you how can you live in Iowa and not there's, like Scotchroos? There's a kitty under the chair on a, a plastic bag. Okay. All right, kid. We're gonna get back to uh, talking about some TV shows. Okay. Okay, but there's going to be at least two more cameos of the day. Oh, I, I <laughs> don't know if my eardrums will take this, but okay. Take what? <laughs> All right, Leah, let us get back to it, sweetie. Yep. Okay, okay, bye. Okay, bye, 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 bye. Go. <laughs> I love you. I love you mm-hmm. too. I can I'm so bummed that other mic didn't want to work. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, but no, a lowdown dirty shame is fantastic. Um, and again, a very cool. Um, if, I think if you'd had time, you'd have made a great. They would have remade Shaft. That movie number one is a complete homage to Shaft. Um, oh, Samuel which Jackson, is, which is the, the new chef. Yes, which again, Samuel Jackson, the L stands for. <laughs> and again, we have never felt the slide in a Samuel Jackson reference in this show. Uh, but yes, I love a low down dirty shame. And again, one of those movies from the 90s that is super is a, a great cast. Again, uh, uh, I remember it was the first movie that I went to, like with just me and my, my friends, that the line was like around a theater. Because it was, we hadn't had like an African American led, African American cast action movie in a very very long time with with someone that again we were really familiar with from the TV show and it's it's it has funny moments. It's not yeah. a comedy, and it was just great. I just absolutely one of my favorite movies. And again, I get you watching on repeat. Uh, last movie that he was in album that also I've watched on repeat. A great great spoof movie called I'm Gonna Get You Sucker. If you have never, and yes. Sucker is spelled S-U-C-K-A. If you have never seen I'm Gonna Get You Sucker, it is also on Hulu. Hulu is giving me life right now. Uh, Netflix lost me a little bit, but Hulu is giving me life right now. And I'm Gonna Get You Sucker is fantastic. It has so many of the actors that later join his troupe 
for um and comedians doing this truth for uh in living color all right so that was i believe my number three so my number two and this was and again i, I was gonna say this might have been one a but it really is number two because my one is truthfully near and dear to my heart but my number two is star trek the next generation and uh for all and i i adore star wars but i will say i more of a trek uh trekkie in the fact and it's honestly just because of this show uh i really after and for me i mean you could talk about the myriad of movies and tv shows to me the number one thing in the star trek uh universe is next generation number two would be deep space nine um uh i asked uh it just just and honestly is because one show had a captain and one show for the Balkans run had a commander uh but Star Trek Next Generation that gave us the incomparable Jean-Luc Picard, played by uh, the incredible of uh, 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 Patrick Stewart. Yes. Uh, again, you had the incredible swelling man in John Frakes playing uh, 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 Commander Riker. You just, you know what? They were carbs on the set. I don't, you know, uh, Jonathan, I don't, I ain't mad at you, man. Amen. The beard only covered it so much of the double chin. I've tried it myself. Right. There's only so much that the beard will cover. You still were there, bro. You just, we, it wasn't a big deal till we noticed you really didn't run as much. Uh, you just walked faster. Those hallway yeah. shots got, those hallway shots got a little, a little shorter, right? Him, they used to have lots of scenes with him and Jean-Luc walking yeah. and talking. Then they walk and kind of just, just stroll maybe lean against the wall. The holodeck was less about fighting and more about him at a bar playing a trombone. I just like, all right, you know, we all been there. I'll get a little older. Uh, but that 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 cast of that show, uh, of course, uh, uh, Jordy LaForge, uh, uh, Worf. Um, I, I have many female friends that have said that if we're ever, ever invaded by the Klingons, they are joining the Klingon nation strictly because of the sex appeal of one Michael Dorn as uh, Commander Worf. Yeah. Um, uh, and then, of course, my personal, well, no, he's not my favorite character. He's my number two. My favorite protagonist in the Star Trek universe, uh, Lieutenant Commander Data, played by Brent Spiner, yes. um, which, um, you know, also very great in Judgment, in, uh, Judgment Day. The first one, the sequel, uh, again, some, you know, sometimes we've talked before on the show, sometimes you have a trilogy, you should stop it too. Sometimes when you're going to make a sequel, you should stop at one. Right. You should just stop at one. Uh, uh, when you couldn't get Will Smith for the sequel, that should have been your first clue. That should have that should have been your first Yeah, I'm sorry. I said Judgment yeah. Independence Day. Yeah, yeah. That should have been your first clue. Like, you know what? Judgment Day, one of the few sequels that I believe is better than the original. I think Judgment Day was better than the original Terminator. You know what? Um, that's going to be, we should do that as a show. Will let's do I think that's a great sequel. idea. Yep. I think that's a great idea. That might be a that might be a December theme. Uh, but Bradley, before I move to my number one, I'll give you one guess. So I've discussed a lot of the characters on Star Trek, and I gave you, I said Data was my favorite protagonist mm. of the star of Star Trek. So my favorite character is actually an antagonist. Uh sort of a villain. I just think uh this character was living out their purpose. But who do you think is probably my favorite absolute character? in star trek and it's obviously from the next generation from next right generation. right 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 okay um boy the I board say, 
No, close, <laughs> close. Okay, I give us, but this character is the reason why we have the Borg in the series, or why we have the Borg so early on in the series. If you know the episode, uh, I don't. It's been so many years. Q, the Q continuum. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Man, okay, okay. Um, I thought you were gonna go Borg because and then it'd be the John Luke Borg character. Yes. Oh, yes. Is where I was gonna go. Uh, yeah, Luke, Lu- Lucius. Lacutius. Lacutius. Okay. I may be getting that wrong, but yes. By the way, you, you know, again, Star Star Trek along with Silverhawks and us all want to be cyborgs. We thought it'd be really cool to be half machine. Let's just do this, yeah. yeah. So there might be some kids out there right now, there may be some adults out there right now that are putting like screwdrivers in their hand. I'm gonna be a Borg, I swear. Uh uh, and talk about killer lines. Come on, how cool is this? Resistance is futile. Yeah. Yes, I mean, just how powerful. It's not even it's set in a very calm, robotic voice. Yeah. There, no emotion. There is one phrase that, that I think might actually rival that. Okay. By another science fiction show that I will get to in my top five. Oh, love the love it. Love it. Love the foreshadowing. All right. All right. Uh, All right. And so, I will say this. Yes. We do have one TV series. That, that made it on both of our lists and the same number. That has never happened. We've done this, quite a few of these lists. That is right. I'm, I'm excited. So with that, let me give you my number one so we get to your list. Oh, that's right. Yes, yeah, so my number one. I'll even leave it to Bradley to announce because I hedged it with my, my Brian S. Dance and the S stands for. Bradley, what would you think is my number one show? I forgot. What, what did the S stand for? I said for? S stands for Thundera. So where where are we going with that? Oh, that's that's oh my gosh! I can't even think of the show now. You know, uh, I need a new co-host. I need a new co-host right yeah, now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Thunder, Thunder, Thundercats, Thundercats. Oh, oh <laughs> yes. By the way, uh, real quick before I talk about the show, and I'll make it fairly brief. Yeah, uh, I love Thundercats. I actually had the sword. My mom never really watched the show. She just knew I liked the show. So yeah. her kid goes, hey, I want this toy. And then we get a point. I got the toy. Well, I, the, the the call sign for Thundercats is Thunder, 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 Thundercats. Oh, yeah. which you just said. When my mother came to the house one day, asked Thundercats were on, I was screwing the top of my voice. Unfortunately, she missed the entire lead up <laughs> to the last word of that entire battle cry. <laughs> I was heard me yell. I was, ah! And she goes, and of course, as she's entering the home, and she goes, what did you just call me? And I had to quickly uh, backfill and go, Mom, look, there's a show about cartoon uh, cast in the future, and they stand up and they're on Third Earth, so it's not our Earth, it's Third Earth, and they find a mummy, and uh, his name is Mumra, and he's really, he's, he's old and decrepit, but when he talks about he wants the spirits of the dark evil, he gets to be really muscular, he has a tattoo on his chest. I think that's pretty much what I said, that panicked. It was really not that successful. So uh, uh, Thundercast has brought in a, great, a lot of great, some awkward moments, but yes. So but Thundercast, great toys. Incredible, great toys. Uh, again, for anyone that's out there that has enjoyed a lot of these great uh, television shows from the 80s, really animated television shows from the 80s, don't remake them. Thundercast has had, I believe, two remakes. They yeah. have been horrible. Uh, one had a very serious tone that became overly serious 
One yep. had a, a comedic tone that was worse. Sometimes you just need sometimes things are just awesome in their original form. Yeah, so I mean, they, Thundercats was that. Is that yeah, they, they try to do like a Teen Titans Go with Thundercats. Yes. yes. And Teen Titans Go is funny and amazing. But mm-hmm. Thundercats was they missed the mark. But Teen Titans Go is very is that because there's always has been a level of and, and by the way, Teen Titans Go. It's funny because there's a level of silliness to some of the characters mm-hmm. versus Thundercats. And there's such a big distance between the original Teen Titans series and Teen Titans Go. Yeah. You've had, you know, 30 years of Thundercats being this treasured action show. Yeah. And it just does not translate. It just making it silly just does not translate. And, mm-hmm. and, and honestly, it was also sillier than uh, Teen Titans Go. Teen Titans Go, I think, definitely was not as silly as the Thundercats. So, again, fantastic show. It does break a few uh, logic issues when you have the great story of all these uh, animatorphic um, um, uh, feline, human, hybrid thingies that uh, none of them wear clothing, but um, when they're going to land on Earth, they get clothes, but they're all going to, uh, but and then they're all put in stasis, including three uh, teens and preteens, and only one of them gets older. Uh, which I always wonder, like, wait, why? Why did Lion know? Why is he the only? Like, Wiley Kid and Wiley Cat didn't age. Um, and not to mention, again, when I started watching the show, I think I was nine, ten years old, and they had, and of course, this is how it should have been done because if you want to keep that G rating on public television, right. but they were all walking around completely nude, and there was nothing ever in the general vicinity yeah. of. So as a kid, I go. How do you get little Thundercats? So there was that. <laughs> when do you get more Thunder Kittens? Explain right. this to me. It, are you sure Mumra wasn't Scar? <laughs> or maybe... I, <laughs> I was, yeah. No, never mind. I'm not going to go there. I think, Mumra's, I think Mumra's Imhotep. I think that's what happened. I think that's what happened. Is He got tired of fighting Brendan Fraser, and he yeah. just hangs out. And he goes, you know, we're fine. You know, if you had to fight Tom Cruise in a horrible remake, wouldn't you just go to another planet? I agree. Yeah, I mean, because yes. Tom Cruise is kind of a mummy. I mean, he's not going to – he never ages. Yeah. Have you seen – did you see the uh, – there was a thing more recently. Uh, and, and I looked at this. This is apparently real, and I forgot the age that they were. But they put up a side-by-side of Paul Rudd. And Wilford Brimley, when they're the same age, and Paul Rudd looks like Paul Rudd does. Now, Paul Rudd yeah. is the incredible non-aging man. And right. Wilford Brimley looks like, well, Wilford Brimley. Yeah. So uh, it just shows you that diabetes and, um, or as Wilford Brimley would say, diabetes and Quaker Oats is not a good mix. It just <laughs> doesn't work well. You know, it is a tasty way to do it, though. Um, so yes, that's my that's my that's my top five. My number one again being the incomparable show, Thundercats, and again, just a fantastic show was must see viewing. I ran home, okay. I walked home quickly uh from school every single day, grabbed my uh my frosted flakes, sat in front of the television and screamed the top of my lungs until my mom threatened to beat me within an inch of my life. Thunder, thunder, thunder. Thundercats Ho, as well as Chitara gave me very complex feelings about female cats that I still deal with every single day. So with that being said, I will gladly yield the floor to you, my my very learned and very bearded co-host. All right. So uh, 
I just realized about five minutes before we started that somehow my my move my my uh my list disappeared. I don't know what happened, so I had to remake my list. So um, there are so many TV shows that I'm so thankful for. Uh, a couple of my honorable mentions are Thundercats, He-Man, GI Joe, Transformers, yes. the cartoons that that made me, you know, who I am today, of course. And then I have to, I had, I the the show didn't make my list. I wanted to get it in there so bad, but I couldn't do it. Chuck with Sam himself. I loved that show. You can't watch it without smiling. You can't, I mean, it's just one of those shows. Theme song. Right. You know, and it's such a quirky thing. This the you know, the 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 just knows how to do stuff. I mean, Chuck is just such an amazing show. Adam Baldwin is my hero. I mean, right. he makes that show. I, I wanted Casey to beat me up. I really yeah. did. Like, come on, Casey, just give me one across the chin. Like, it I mean, is. You yes. want to go? To, you want to go to Best Buy? <laughs> yes. Yes. It actually. Okay. First of all, a lot of us geeks thought it kind of be cool to work for the nerd squad. The, the nerd squad, anyway. What well, a geek squad? They're called the nerd. Yeah. nerd. But that show. And okay. Yvonne Straczynski doesn't hurt. That right. hey, if you're a big enough nerd, the leggy blonde super spy will fall in love with you as well. Which, all right, not to mention his sister wasn't bad either. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I again, I, I if I was if I was Chuck, I would have never been able. I would have had so many complicated feelings, so many things. Yeah, but the show itself is just fantastic. So great. I'm sorry, I will let you talk about your. No, that, no, I love I it. I don't know if you call me applauding that. I don't know why why that that show skipped my mind. I love me some Chuck. My, so do you want to do you want to guess what show we we matched? And it's in the same slot though, right? Same so, slot, same slot, and everything. Ha- well, since we was okay, was Chuck your number five? Was Chuck still an honorable mention? Chuck, Chuck is my honorable mention. It, it would have been okay. my number six. Okay, so then our number five would be the same, which was mm-hmm. uh, Batman animated series. Is it Batman the animated series? My number five would be a wholesome TV series on something called TGIF Full House. The family man, Danny Tanner, the, you know, the, the widowed, the, the widower, and yes, you know, Uncle Joey. calling his, his, his best friends to help raise their girls. Mm-hmm. Loved the, the show. I grew up with the show. All right, Brian, do you want to give another it guess? Out. Cut Good. it out. Well, before that, come on, you got to give, come on, you can't just short sell Full House. That show gave us the Olsen twins, the billionaire, yeah. 30-somethings that they are now. It gave us Uncle Joey and cut it out. And by the way, thank you to Uncle Joey for giving us Alanis Morissette. So we we owe, we owe Dave Coulier so much, which, again, makes me understand and I never, ever want to go to the movies with Uncle Joey. And if you don't get that reference, listen to some Alanis Morissette. Okay. Right. Uh- <laughs> I know. It's kind of ironic, don't you think? <laughs> you know, it's like rain. I mean, wedding day. Yeah. By the way, none of those things are ironic. They're just unlucky. Okay. <laughs> so, which is, which again is the most ironic thing about that song is that the song ironic has nothing ironic about it, which is in itself ironic. ironic. Yes. Okay. All right. So I'm just going to keep going up. So, number four on my list, I got to rethink what my list had is number four. I think my mm-hmm. number four had, uh, I'm just going to pull it up here because I don't want to mm-hmm. lie about my own list. 
Uh, all right, so my number four was King of the Hill. Uh, is that it? My number four is from a, a galaxy far, far away. The Mandalorian. The Adventures <sighs> of a, a I knew you were going to put Mandalorian in there. A, an orphaned Mandalorian who finds this wonderful little being who ends up being uh, everybody calls him Baby Yoda, but he's really his name is Grogu, and it's their adventures. It's him becoming a father. Mm-hmm. It's you know him learning and learning to to open up. And uh, I I couldn't do a list without having some sort of Star Wars in there. And The Mandalorian is such a great show. Thought you may go Mandalorian, but honestly, I'm a little surprised. I was thinking you would go more Clone Wars. I really thought you we see that on there more, and maybe they're still on the list as well. Mm-hmm. But I, I really thought first I thought Mandalorian. I know he's going to go to the Clone Wars, uh, longer show, animated, all that sort of stuff. But mm-hmm. very great pick putting the Mandalorian in there. Uh, quick question about the Mandalorian. Yeah, how do you feel about season two and they actually showing him with the helmet off? How do you feel about that? I like it. I, I actually it. really because yeah. it, it proved that he was growing, and that, but like like how he did it. I mean, he did it for Grogu, right? You know, and which I thought is huge. And and then just a well in, in the, the Mayfield man, like that dude. Like you, he 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 was in like what a half of an episode in season one, and then mm-hmm. that that episode in season two, and man, you fell in love with that character. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I love the show. It didn't make me really like the show or the character any less. That to me is just such an ultimate refill. I I think absolutely. I don't know how many seasons Disney has planned for this. Um, I think I think less is always more with mm-hmm. shows like this. So I'll be good with three seasons, calling it good. Uh, but at the same time, I think that would almost be that wonderful reveal at the last or one of the last few episodes. Or maybe even again, I think about how it would make me just want to watch it over and over again as uh, him taking off the helmet, but not seeing the face and yeah. having that in the show. But again, it's not again that it's not to mention the guy's a handsome fellow. Uh, but uh, it was just one of those things and uh, absolutely love the Mandalorian and thank you again his name is Grogu or the child he is not Baby Yoda calling Grogu Baby Yoda and I know I sound like such I know this is nerd version we should always be happy but calling Grogu Baby Yoda is basically like calling Luke Skywalker Baby Vader he yep. is not the same person okay yes. Um. so yes so and he is 50 years old he is not even probably related to Yoda, other than from the same species, which we have yet to name. So great call, though, with the Mandalorian. You know, I thought about the Clone Wars, but I mean, I've only ever watched through the Clone Wars once. And like the Clone Wars has some really good episodes, like season season six and season seven. Amazing. But the other than that, it, it, it took a while. I mean, Dave Filoni is just amazing. And I'm glad he kind of has the creative keys to the the you know the overall Star Wars universe, him and, and Favreau. So mm-hmm. all right. Number three. What did you have for your number three? 
Okay, I know this cannot be okay. my number three was in Living Color, and I don't, I don't know why. Just thinking you didn't do in Living Color. I wish I would have thought of in Living Color because I used to. Okay. I, I so I'm like you. I can't stand Saturday Night Live, but I watch in okay. Living Color every week. Right. Okay. Perfect. So my number three is a show that Brian S. Dennis isn't really a big fan of, Doctor Who, <sighs> where the 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 phrase that I think. Uh, can beat resistance as futile mm. is one word and it is exterminate <laughs> exterminate <laughs> the Daleks from Doctor Who um, when I was growing up every Friday night when Doctor Who was on this is the old Doctor Who's I would get to stay up late and watch Doctor Who with my dad and okay. it was, uh, I mean, it, I, I remember that when I think of Doctor Who. Uh, fair enough. Fair play, you know, fair so play. I'm like, there was no way Doctor Who wasn't going to be making my list. Gotcha. Um, Doctor Who, for a show that came out in the 60s, 1964, uh, you know, they were on a shoestring budget. You could tell by the campiness, which I kind of like. I dig. I dig campy. I, I I think there's a place for it, like Batman. You know, the Batman yeah, series. perfect, absolutely, yep, yep. Right, and the, and then you know they they didn't have a lot shadows. of money. There's a, there's, there's definitely yes, yeah, there's definitely dark shadows. Yes, you know, uh, and you know they they can pretty much reboot the the main character whenever they want mm-hmm. to. Yeah, um, they they have they've done a really good job with bringing new life into the series mm-hmm. every you know all the time you, know, uh, you never find out what his real name is right he's just a guy that shows up when you need help and he helps you he's all about humanity and going being the better person he 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 if he can stay, if he the only the only thing that he wants to kill are the Daleks. <laughs> I mean which uh, I mean I'm not gonna give anything away, but if you watch Doctor Who, you know what? I'm not even gonna go down that rabbit hole. I could spend a whole episode of of Prevenge of the Nerds talking Brian into becoming a Whovian. And that may happen. Maybe we'll do that for a holiday. You gotta okay, okay. You gotta make them cooler than the sleet snacks, cause I still, you know, I want to roll down that that river, you know, on that adventure. But yeah, all right. If you can make them cooler than the sleet snacks, we'll give it a shot. Awesome. Uh, and so yeah, I mean, like uh, my favorite Doctor Who is David Tennant. Um, I just love that Doctor. Uh, him and Matt Smith. To me, those two are just gold. Uh, as Doctor Who, uh, Matt Smith, um, he, he really, he's done something. He was in The Crown. Um, mm-hmm. He's got some. He's in. A, uh, he's in a big movie coming up, and I can't think of it off the top of my my head right now. Um, but yeah, I mean, so in, in David Tennant, I mean, he, he he's just a great actor. Anyway, I will never unsee him as Barty Crouch Jr. Though I mean, I'm just gonna say it. I will never unsee. It would be hard for me to see him as anyone other. Than Barty Cross Jr., which that's not even a bad thing. I'm just saying mm-hmm. you get they got you got a little work to do at me a Hoosian, sir. Oh, that's okay. I, I I'm up for the challenge. All right. Uh so there's my number three. I think I said enough about Doctor Who. Okay. My number two. This is where we're the same. I just really believe 
we are the same at number two of Star Trek The Next Generation. You are 100% correct. There it is. Star Trek The Next Generation. Yes. Uh, There's nothing bad that you can say about this show. I mean, Next Generation is probably one of the perfect shows out there. Quantum Leap is another one of those that are pretty much perfect shows, especially in the sci-fi genre. Mm -hmm. I mean, man, uh, I, I, I... there, I can't say anything bad about it. I just love that show so much. I, I, uh, Great memories helped me grow. It helped me get into my nerdum. Um, yeah. I can't really call out specific episodes, but specific characters. I mean, Jean-Luc Picard, yes. man, I mean, what a great captain. I mean, there's always that discussion of who's the best captain, and for me, because uh, it, it usually comes down to Picard versus uh, 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 Kirk. To me, that is such a false argument. There's there is only one true greatest captain in Star Trek uh, fandom, which is Picard. I mean, Kirk is all ego, uh, you know, all ego, no show. Mm-hmm. Versus versus Picard is just that dude that if you're in a firefight, he's that one you want called making that final decision. As I mean, as a person never actually been in any firefight, it was not virtual. Uh, but I, if you don't mind me spending a little bit of time on this, yeah. um, I think what t- speaks to the greatness of the show is that when the show started, they were pretty much all unknowns, and how that cast, forget even the character they play in the show. That cast has become so fundamental to so much that we have in sci-fi nerddom fandom. I mean, whether the only one that really on that show that probably had any real connection to American audiences was Jordy LaForge at, yeah. at, from Reading Rainbow. And if you're old enough to know Roots uh, with LeVar Burton and then yeah. uh, uh, John LeChance, who left us on a soap opera uh, Days of Our Lives. Well, Roots um, is probably the greatest miniseries that's ever been yes, made. Yes, I mean, yes, by far. Yes, and number two, though, I will give it to Q. Oh, and by the, the original Q, not the remake, not uh, V, not Q. Uh, the 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 I would say Roots is number one. I would say V again. That's the, that's the that's the. And so for me, which I, I love, the, I love the, the 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 shift I turned to uh, the lifestyle of a man talking about from slavery to the lizard people who come down to steal our water and eat people. Uh, you know, so that that's the thing. Um, yeah. But um, but think about just you know how how you know again as people. Brett Spiner, LeVar Burton, obviously Patrick Stewart, Jonathan Frakes, Marina Sirtis. I mean, so many Michael of those Dorn. people, Michael Dorn, so many of those people not only in spinoff, but just they become central to this. Uh, Denise, yeah. and again, I'm not a, I, I remember literally bawling when Denise Crosby died when they killed Tarsha Yar in season one. I'm like, no, you can't. So this is, this this is a thing I ask to a lot of my friends. So, okay, and this is making an assumption, but yeah. if if it came down to it, if you had to, if you had to marry one of these two, who are you picking, Tasha Yar uh, or uh, 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 Marina Sirtis? As uh, um, I'm not forgetting her name. That can't be uh, uh, Council Troy. So yeah, uh, 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 Tasha Yar, Council Troy, number two's who wife. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, 
Riker's wife. Uh, so yeah, Sirtis. Uh, yeah, yeah. So Counselor Troy. Okay. Uh, I, you know, you're, going, I'm, you're, you're married. You're marrying a Beta Z who can who can read your mind. That's that's what you're on. You're a married I mean, man, much, sir. I have you want to go there? Pretty much right now. I mean, like, yeah, I, I don't, life, so right? um, I'll stick with it. I, uh, yeah, man, I, I'm going Troy. Okay. All right. All right. I gotta go. I gotta go with Tasha Yar. Just you know. I mean, maybe, maybe if if I if we got more of her instead of being killed off, like you said in the season one. Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe, maybe yeah. but uh, then, they could have that character. To further traumatize me, after that, I was I was at a video store because in my family are movie people. Hence, the nerd that you see before you. I saw her in a in a movie. I didn't know what the movie was about. Out, but I just saw her on the uh, the the box for this movie, so I get it. Mm-hmm. This be I get to see Tasha Yar again, and the movie was Pet Cemetery. Very and, good. Uh, she did not last long in that one either, so I was just like, no. <laughs> but it, it, they did bring her back as a Romulan sympathizer, so you got There's something to be said for that. Yes. All right. Great pick is number two, and again, I will say again, the 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 best villain line is still. Resistance is futile. Wait for it. Wait for it. My number one. Here we go. All right. Psych. Psych the show? Psych the show. I love Psych. That is the whole reason why we couldn't do do an 80s episode. You know, I was like, nope, because Psych, I have to, because, the, well, Psych, the Psych, the movie three, This Is Gus, comes out yes. on Friday. Yeah, and, uh, does it? Yes, yes. Yes, it okay, fantastic, fantastic. Uh, and Psych, ever since it came out, has been my all-time favorite show. I cannot yes. watch that show without <sighs> laughing and giggling, smiling. The layers, the writing is so slick oh, and the, tight. The and intro. Just, yes. And then the the versions of the intro that Matt, I mean the boys to men version yeah. of the intro, all the all the theme show. So okay, and, and, and again, I gotta steal some time here. So yeah, for those of you who don't know the show that we're talking about, it is a show that's on USA for five or six seasons Eight. called Psych. Eight, perfect. So Psych spelled P-S-Y-C-H. So here's the general premise. And this shows you how great this show is that they take this ludicrous premise and they get eight. And okay, I they get seven and some change fantastic season. Eight guys yeah. a week for him in there towards the end. All right. right. Anyway, it is this. So you have a guy who is raised by uh, a mom who is a psychiatrist who has eidetic memory, which is the name for having a photographic memory. And his father played, and so his mother is Sybil Shepherd. His father is Corbin Burns from LA Law Fame. And his father is this diehard hardcore detective so when those two people are your parents and they wind up raising a kid who number one is an incredible detective who doesn't want to be a cop but also has eidetic memory so what he does in his pastime is by watching news footage he solves crimes so because he calls in so many tips that are accurate he becomes the suspect of a murder and the way that he gets out of it is he says i'm a psychic hence the show psych and he drags his buddy who's pharmacy rep along with these adventures in their little blue hatchback they call the blueberry. I love this. Dulé Hill, man. Dulé, by the way, he is so great in the Wonder Years. Uh, uh, but Dulé I Hill, yet. he is I, fantastic as the okay. dad. Uh, again, if okay. you have not watched the Wonder Years, it is fantastic. It is completely, 
uh, and I mean it's in a good way. It it has no connection to the original, okay. other than other than the fact that it is the voiceover uh, recounts the life of the kid in the sixties. Yeah, like beyond that, I mean, it's not like they're in the same neighborhood or anything like that. And it, I would Dulé Hill is that perfect dad that you wanted mm-hmm. in the sixties. He's just cool as hell. Just yeah. cool as hell. Okay. Anyway, but it's just a fantastic show. Me and my friends watch it, and we just go back and forth on it. I mean, there's so many great episodes. They have an episode that is homage of Twin Peaks. They have an yep. episode. The 100 episode is a clue. And mm-hmm. by the way, they love these shows so much. They have people from the movies and the TV shows. Uh, like they have the majority of the cast from Twin Peaks in the Twin Peaks episode called Dual Spires. Yeah. Um, uh, the 100th episode, they have a lot of the cast from the, from the Clue movie that I just actually watched over the weekend as well. Um, um, uh, they do, um, uh, they have, they made Ali Sheedy into a villain, which is not easy to do. No, um, uh, but amazing. It's great. It is it's yeah. just, I can't. Thank you again. That is yeah. so well played for number one. I actually just started rewatching all of Psych. Uh, I've only like five episodes in on season one. But yes. <laughs> That show just holds up. Yes. I mean, it is like, it's right up there with with Next Generation. It's going to be one of, I mean, like, man, and you can just tell when you watch that show that they all like each other. They all generally like each other. Timothy Almondson and Maggie Lawson, you know, Man, I just just uh, there is just nothing bad about that. About that it's job. very. It, I get the vibe that you almost got from. Uh, did you ever watch the show Scrubs? Yeah. Um, it's yeah. very similar to that. That you can tell the cast. First off, the cast, while they're all supposed to be the protagonists, the good guys of the show, mm-hmm. you can tell they legitimately probably when the cameras are not rolling, absolutely like each other, and that's the same vibe you got from Scrubs as well. Is that the cast has fun with each other, which you can yeah. come through the show. So again, it is just a fantastic show. And Corbin Burns, you gotta give credit to do from major league to site, held up really great really? over time. Uh yeah. you know, I'm balding, I'm a run roll with it, and, and it worked well. So yeah. Yeah. Great the, the number tough one. Love. Yeah, yes. yeah, 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 dude. Like I psych will my wife just laughs at me watching the show. <laughs> she just uh, I just get so giddy. I get giddy thinking about this yeah. show. Uh, it's such, uh, such a good show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have my top fives on it, but I remember I would always watch Scary Sherry, which I think is the, I think it's the last episode of season one. It's called Scary Sherry. Yeah. And just a little thing. So if you get it, when you get to the Scary Sherry episode, which is a play on the, uh, 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 uh not the Candyman, but the the, the, the concept of Candyman is based off of, um, oh, shoot, I can't think of it now. Bloody Mary. But you know, Bloody Mary, yes, it's a scary Sherry. But there's a scene in the scary Sherry episode where they run outside because they think this serial killer ghost is coming to get them. And Gus has is trying to unlock the keys to the car. And you see really quickly, and again, just it's such a quick moment, but it's a great comedic time where he put he realizes that I'm giggling now because I love the scene so much. The windows are rolled down and he puts his hands through and he realizes that the entire time that he's worried about being killed by this ghost trying to unlock his key, he could have just reached in and gotten himself out. And even once they know that, hey, it was just a trick, he drives <laughs> off because he's so done with the with this. You know, that um uh that same episode, I believe, and then we'll move forward, is he gives Sean the 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 
dynamic between him and Sean and Gus is fantastic. Yeah. But he basically tells Sean, I don't want you walking in front of me. I don't want you walking behind me because I'm a brother in this haunted house. So I don't <laughs> want to be the first one in the room or the last one in, but it's only two of them. So Sean goes, well, how does that work? Like, you don't want me going in before you because so you don't want to be last. But you don't want me walking in behind you because you don't want to be first. How is that possible? And it's just... It's just yeah, and 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 Bradley again is someone that loves the show. Hopefully, you get this reference. Don't go no bones on me. Where really, when he just doesn't want to do anything, Sean will fall on the ground and pretend he doesn't have any bones and make Gus drag in place. It yeah. is the more I'm going to so watch psychics when we're done recording. Uh, the the super sniffer. Uh, oh, the super the, sniffer. The super yes. sniffer. Man, yes. oh gosh. Uh, oh god. And just, just their banter, like the, the name that the names that he just makes up out of thin air. Yes. For yes. for his <laughs> Yes. So again, <sighs> if you don't know the show, one of the themes of the show, and I don't want to spoil the show for him, but I want people to watch the show. Yeah. One of the great things about the show is as okay, so Sean is a Sean is a pathological liar. Mm-hmm. He can he can just make up stories like this on the top of his head. So one of the running themes of the show is that when he and Gus are out solving crimes, he will make up a name for Gus that is because Gus's name is Guster, Burton Guster. Yeah. Uh, shortened to Gus. By the way, you have by the way, you have a lot of actors that got their start on the show, like Kerry Washington, you that got their first roles on that show, major roles on that show. But uh he will come with different names for 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 Guster, including I think Magic Head. Was one of the ones so which dead. is just, uh, you, yeah. Your boy, for, your boy Carrie from uh, Princess Bride play is in is in several yeah, episodes. several episodes. Yeah, yes, it's just again, uh, just a fantastic show uh, that is just, uh, yeah, it's just fan. I, we can just talk about it all day. It is just a great, great show. Yeah, well, thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, so as fun as that was, I think I like your list. I think I like your list better than mine. That was fantastic. Thank you. Thank you very much. Are you ready to get tatted? Yes, sir. I am ready to get tatted. All so right. if we do our task, our think about this, Bradley and I throw out uh, uh, what if questions, riddles, uh, to see just what would happen if we ran the world or test each other's nerd uh, dictionary, vocabulary, encyclopedic knowledge. So as I went first on our list, Bradley, you get to go first on our tat of the week or think about this. So, sir, please tap me up. We are going to do another round of quick fights. All right. Now, your character, the one that you got to take through this gauntlet. Yes. He's animated. Okay. He's pretty cheesy. Chester Cheetah. My man. Okay. I can, right. I can roll. I'm liking this pick so far. Okay. So your first round is Chester Cheetah yes. versus none other than the greatest of breakfast captains in the world. No. Captain Crunch. No. No, I almost did a Captain Crunch tat this week. I'm so glad that I didn't. So, all right. So, Chester, <laughs> that would have been awesome, though. So, we've got Chester Cheetah versus Captain, not Captain. 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 Captain Crunch. Yeah. Captain Crunch. Yep. Captain Crunch. Okay. Captain Crunch. So, all right. So, okay. See, this is tough for me because normally I just want to give it up to Chester. But Captain Crunch, I think, is going to be that old 
salty sea dog. Yeah. He's got military training. He's obviously proficient. He's risen up the ranks too. Capin, C-A-P hyphen or apostrophe N. Mm-hmm. Uh, I get the feeling that Capin may have a destroyer on his side while Chester's has a bag of hard Cheetos uh, on his. Ah, you know what? As much as it pains for me in the first round of the quick fights, I'm going to have to go, go the Cap'n Crunch. I think Cap'n could take out Chester in this one. I 100% agree with you. Cap'n is the winner of that round. Okay. Number two. Are you ready? I'm ready, sir. John Bender from the Breakfast Club. First off, Okay, Boom. I, don't, That's right. I don't know if you can see it on, on screen. I saw it, yeah, okay. I saw it. I thought you were for the fist bump, so then I'm like, oh, no, you're going to practice. <laughs> yeah, <part."> okay. <laughs> All right, so here we go. Okay, so John Bender versus Chester Cheetah. Okay, so in this world, here we go. So here's the deal. John Bender is, in today's world, would not be considered a rebel. He'd be considered emo. He'd be considered, you know, sad, mm-hmm. sensitive. He just needs a hug, which, again, for Judd Hirsch would have worked out really well when you look like judd hirsch did in the 80s by the way this argument earlier in our podcast remember i said Alyssa milano held up so well over time we saw the potential and she fulfilled it judd hirsch peaked he peaked way early judd you're my bud you know and again you're welcome to come on the show but similar to uh jonathan similar to jonathan frakes and again i'm a chubby guy myself you know what sometimes the green room is not your friend okay so with that being said um I think Chester can take out John. Because I get the feeling that John, when you give John a strong authority figure, I think he folds. So he talked about how he kind of folded to his dad with the cigarettes and don't make it a little dark here. I think if Chester could find his inner cheetah, he could bring some claws and bring some ferocity to it, I think John would back down. So I think in this one, I'm going Chester Cheetah. I agree. All right. So... We're going to go back to a little bit more animated. I want to make things a little bit more interesting here. So right. uh, you're going to catch a little on to a little bit of a theme. Okay. The next round is going to go to, he may, he's a, a animated vampire, kind of. Count Chocula. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. By the way, we got to do, do a death battle, Count Chocolate versus the Count. Let's see who wins that one. But uh, I hate to go one for three one out of three here but i think i'm gonna have to go with the cow number one he is as far as we know he sees a vampire so mm. that means that a lot of you know chester's cheetah is uh was gonna fall to the cow's preternatural powers let's assume amundo's powers is the ability to cast chester under his spell um the claws wouldn't really do any damage so in a big bowl of chocolate milk I gotta say the count drowns Chester Cheetah. I ha- I agree. I agree. And not right. to mention Cheetos will still be crisp and crunchy even in the chocolate milk. All right. Right, right. And the, the, the Cheeto dust all over the place. Okay. Yes. Are you ready for this one? I We're can't wait to hear the going. next one. All right. Sonny the cuckoo. Oh, really? But I like Sonny, but okay, now we're going to just the laws of the jungle. You got a bird versus a cheetah. This is, to me, this is the easiest one of them all. Chester, 
He just, he just goes to his to his real feral roots, climbs up a tree, makes lunch out of Sunny. It's all over. So I got to go straight up Chester. All right. I agree. All right. This one might be a little bit harder, but still right. kind of sticking around. The Chester Cheetah versus Tony the Tiger. That's you not fair. That you knew it was coming. That's not fair. That's not fair. That's not fair. Cheetos you know across the place. That's not fair. You know how I feel about Tony the Tiger. That's not fair. I agree. I, uh, I, I, I'm. Oh, can I abstain? Is that is that a choice that I have here? Uh, uh, you can do a tie. You, you can do a tie. I, I, yeah. Oh, hang on a second. Yeah. Mommy said it's gonna be another twenty minutes till you're done with your podcast. Yes, it'll be about twenty minutes. You want to do another cameo? How long have you been in this podcast? Not long enough. This I'll is never come, long I'll, enough. I'll come up with I'll come up with when we're done and I'll, I'll give you a kiss, okay? Daddy. Mommy's taking me to bed. Okay. Good night, baby girl. I love you. Why are you coming back up? When I'm done with the podcast, I'll come in and check on you, okay? You'll check on me in 30 minutes. Okay, I'll check on you in 30 so minutes. check on me 10 minutes after your podcast. Okay. Or maybe you're still on your podcast. Don't yell, please. But okay. I wasn't. Yeah. It, it will be. It will be about twenty minutes. All right. I'll come check on you as soon as I'm done the podcast. Uh, sorry. Right, I love you. Mwah. First of all, who's going to give me thirty minutes till he's done? We'll get. We'll. I'll make sure he's done in thirty. In no more than twenty minutes. Okay. Good. All right. Good night, sweetie. Good night. Good night, baby girl. Okay. All right. Okay. Time to think. Okay. So in this one, you've got two kings of the beast, two lords of the jungle. You got the lion versus the tiger, the ultimate battle. I was wondering who's gonna win. What a cheetah versus the tiger, and I got I got to get an edge to speed to Chester, but I got to give the kill to Tony just because for no other reasons. You said in your tat a few weeks ago, quite simply, Tony the tiger is great. And he's uh-huh, gonna rise to the occasion. He's gonna shut down. It will he he will not want to take the, the life of a fellow jungle cat, but he will do it because he is truthfully the king of all the beasts. And I gotta give it to Tony the Tiger. I agree. All uh, right, we're we're doing I mean, I'm so far we are one hundred percent together. I know, one. which so, is which is really unusual for us. All right. All right. So we went there. Lucky from Lucky Charms. See, this one is an Eaton. Okay. Hey, we got to. Okay. We, can I ask a clarifying question? Yeah. Okay. So, Lucky from Lucky Charms is a leprechaun. Yes. So, does Lucky have magic? Yes. <sighs> See, I wanted to just on the on just on the face value of it, give it to Chester. You got the small Irish lad versus the tiger versus the cheetah. Let's go. Okay. Of course, the cheetah's going to take out the small Irish fellow. But if you give him magic, if you give him magic, as much as I don't want to say this, because I think this puts him with a losing record, but I'd have to give it to Lucky from Lucky Charms just because having the magic of a leprechaun, I think, outweighs the coolness of Chester and Cheetah. All right. I spoke too soon. I disagree. Finally. Okay. Make your point, <laughs> sir. Make your so, point. So Chester Cheetah is a hunter. He's going to sneak up on Lucky, and he's going to strike when he's least expecting it. Okay. That, that, that's, that's where my thinking was there. See, in my head, half the car, half the, uh, excuse me, cartoon, half the commercials of Lucky Charms 
is him somehow being startled with people after his lucky charm. So I make the argument that as a leprechaun, not even specifically this leprechaun, mm. but leprechauns are used to people coming after their gold, that he's going to be extremely, almost paranoid with his level of cautiousness that I think would be hard A, to sneak up on him, but even if he was, with his ability to create rainbows and all the marshmallows to hurl at Chester, I still think um, um, that he's going to win. So we have our difference of opinion. I picked uh, Lucky. You picked Chester. Um, but yeah, I think that's a, I think that's that quick fight we want to see. Awesome. All right. And uh, the next one would be Barney Rubble. <coughs> Pardon me. Rubble versus Chester. So again, you've got caveman, you got prehistoric. He works at a rock quarry. He's stout. He's thick. He's got low center of gravity. He's probably really strong. He's got a hard head. Again, if you take this to caveman, he's used to hunting down saber-toothed tigers with a cheetah wearing sunglasses. Really be that offensive. If, definitely, if he can bring in the rest of the Flintstone clan, absolutely he's winning. But even, I think, one-on-one, because Barney has that sweet tone, but I get the feeling that if you got Barney upset, Barney's going full beast mode. Chester, again, I'm finding hard victories for you here, sir. I got to go Barney Rubble. I agree. Yes. I agree. Yes. Jimmy Dix from The Last Boy Scout. I'm also trying to sniff out your theme here. But oh, well, okay. theme was just pretty much the the serial. Then I then I just started thinking. I'm like, oh, oh that sounds interesting. So I just threw him on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who's next? The squids from Matrix. Okay. Um. All right. Uh, I would love to see Justin the Cheetah take it on Agent Smith. No, how about this? Agent Smith versus the Red Skull. Okay. He, okay. <laughs> I'll get to, I'll get this one. Okay, but real quick, here's our here's our triple here's our triple threat. Uh, no, our fatal four-way quick fights. You've got Elrond versus V from V for Vendetta versus the Red Skull versus um, um, Agent Smith in the Matrix. Ooh. So the Hugo Weaving fearsome foursome. Who are you picking? Um, I am going to pick Elrond. I'm going He's to a run. mortal, right? He's an F. He get, how do you take it down an L? That's right. All right. All right. I was also trying to buy myself some time. I got to go with Chester. And I <laughs> hate to say it, my, my main reason is Chester needs to win. I think at this point, Chester's got to go strong and get him a victory. So we got to go Chester. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I really wanted to give that one to Jimmy Dix, and I thought about it for several minutes, and I just couldn't figure out a way to make it work because Jimmy Dix is all about like, more being awesome but being lucky. You know, yes, yes, so yes, and sometimes your luck runs out, right? All right, last one in the gauntlet. Are you ready? Got you. I'm ready. Diddy Kong, really? <laughs> yeah. First off, first off, this is probably the most unique gauntlet you've thrown at me. <sighs> I should be keeping score by how many wins and how many losses he has because I hate to say I got to put this one, I think, in the L column. I think he loses this fight. I think he gives it his damnedest. You think so? You think that Chester Cheetah loses to for, to Diddy Kong? Yes. Why? 
I think he wins. I disagree. So that we had okay. Give me your give me your reasons for victory here. Man, just he's a cheetah. He's a cheetah, and he's in in Diddy Kong. No, no, no. Big Kong, Donkey Kong. Yeah. He wins. Uh, he wins. Yeah, but right, Diddy right. Kong is the baby. So right, I, but even the baby is gonna be strong, agile as well. Can climb right. trees. Uh, would throw barrels. Um, I just feel that Chester's speed. There's a fatigue factor. Okay. Uh, by the way, well, and here's my question with the gauntlet: Is are these fights for Chester successive, or does he get a rest period? Oh no, we just have to. We just have to agree. Agree. Okay. We're just going through. Right. So, so I'm thinking yeah. through like, no, we we send this straight to gauntlet gladiator style. Oh right, right. No. Okay, but I got. So this go. isn't the show yet. We're, we're, yeah, we're yeah. still. This I is just go. a fun little gauntlet. I still got. I still. I still go with Diddy Kong. I still am. Okay. Just by the fact. That I just, I, and partly because again, I'm a huge Donkey Kong fan. So I want to keep it in the family, keep the victory. And at this point, he's taken on the chin so many times. We're gonna add one more L to the column. I'm saying Chester loses. You say Chester wins. Okay. All right, cool. So then, b- uh, before I forget, uh, I so I put out a Facebook post earlier about TV shows that people are thankful for. I got a couple of hits on here. So Eric Gump, buddy, you're my brother from the military. I love you. You wanted to give shout-outs to the shows Silicon Valley, Sons of Anarchy, Top Gear UK, Big Bang Theory as well. Uh, and I think you had one or two. Big Bang Theory should have been on my list as well. All right. And, oh, and, and Mandalorian, of course. And then also uh, someone that both Brian and I know, Kristen Bourne. Yes. Yes, she brought up. Cosmos with Neil DeGra- Neil DeGrace Tyson. Okay, if anyone knows Miss Bourne, she totally has such a crush on him. That is not yeah. even funny. It's the best. I don't blame her. It's the best. Yeah, but welcome to the show, both uh, Eric and Kristen. All right. So, uh, what did you think of my tat? I liked your tat. I did. I like running through the quick fights. Uh, as again, I love thinking it through. Uh, I totally would love to see these. You know, let's lay some eyes on this and explain it. Yep. Hey, did you ever see the show? And I'm gonna forget the network it was on, but they would take. Uh, you may you may know, uh, but they, they would take figures from history and do it from a scientific. And they 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 said anyway mm-hmm. they were running through a search engine uh, and uh, have the logarithms ran. I think a hundred times. Mm. To put, let's say, a conquistador versus a zombie horde, and to see yes. who would win. And um, those shows were great. And I'm seeing the deadliest this is, warrior. Yes, love the deadliest warrior. Yes. Um, and they were all it's they were history. given range. Yes, they were given range weapons and environmental factors, and they were always great to take into account. So mm. as we look at those things again, I think Chester wound up with a losing record. Um, but you know what? Sometimes, sometimes you get the cheetah, sometimes the cheetah gets you. So there That's we right. go. Awesome. All, All right. right. What you do you got for, for me? Yeah, I'm just, I just been in the mood for riddles the last few weeks. I got another mm-hmm. riddle for you. See if you can figure okay. this one out. All right. So here are the rules for our riddles, as always. So I'm going to give you the description of, and I will tell you this it is a character. Okay. We'll go ahead and give you that much. Um, see if you can guess the character that I'm describing in the riddle. And here are the basic of the rules. You're allowed at any time up to three questions and you get up to three guests, three guesses. Okay. 
to see if you can figure it out. So you can ask, and I can, and I will read the riddle and reread the riddle as many times as you would like. But you have three uh, questions, and you have three guesses. All righty. So here we go. Okay. Some call me a chip off the old block, but I'm much smaller. I'm not only a blast from the past. I can be downright prehistoric. If you have a bone to pick with me, start with my hair. Everything about me rocks, even my last name. So right away, uh, so okay, so you said that that this is a character. This is a character. So not a real person. Correct. Okay, man, because like everything was leading me towards Brendan Fraser. Really? Yes, the blast. I get it. The blast blast of the past. Yeah, 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 you said yeah. the Rock Fraser, the, yes, the boxer Fraser. Yes, yes. yes. Um, and then there's like a mummy reference in there too. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. All right. So we're gonna have to let's, let's put on the thinking the thinking cap, which has not worked for me yet. Um, well, one time, one time. Okay. Let's go. What yeah. was the first line? So. Okay. Some call me, and I'll read it. I'll read it slowly. Chip and off the old block. Yeah. Some call me a chip off the old block, but I'm much smaller i'm not only a blast from the past i can be downright prehistoric if you have a bone to pick with me monkey start bone with, <laughs> start with my hair okay. everything around me everything about me rocks excuse me everything about me rocks even my last name is this is, is this a Marvel character? It is not a Marvel character. Okay. Is this character have any material in the last five years? I would say no. Okay. Nothing new in the last five years. If that's what you're asking, yeah, no. I yeah. don't think okay. there's been any new content in the last five years. So you've only had one guess. You've got two more. All right. Uh, let's see here. So we've got two guesses and one, and we got two questions. Sorry, we have one question and two guesses left. One question. Yep. Two guesses left. So chip off the old block, but much smaller than that. Uh, read it again. Some call me a chip off the old block, but I'm much smaller. I'm not only a blast from the past, I can be downright prehistoric. If you have a bone to pick with me, start with my hair. Everything about me rocks, even my last name. I'm, I'm stroking the beard for to gain intelligence to try Dude, to. Dude, it's, it's such a thing, right? right? I do the same thing. You, like, you, okay. you, gain, you gain intelligence for every yeah, you're beard. You're firing at the brain cells. You really are. Right. I feel you. Uh, I feel let's you. see here. So, was this character, did this character have more? Is this a, a character from a? Uh, well, I don't want to rephrase this. Does this character have have had more than one movie? This character has been in multiple TV shows and in multiple movies. I will give you this hint as well, just to flesh it out. The television shows have been animated. The majority of the movies have been live action. Television shows all animated. Movies, majority of them have been live action. So, man, I, I'm almost going towards like, 
something uh, like Jurassic Park-ish. Because um, there is the animated show, mm-hmm. which is actually pretty good. There's an animated on Netflix that's actually pretty good. Throwing it in. What is it? You win. Wait, no, no, no. You had another guess. So I'm gonna. I'll tell you this. I give you. I'm gonna reread right. it, and I'm gonna add one okay. additional clue to the to the to the to the to the riddle. See if this right. helps. I thought about including this, and I didn't. But I see if this will help. All right. So listen. So listen again. Some call me a chip off the old block, but I'm much smaller. I'm not only a blast from the past. I can be downright prehistoric. This is the additional wording. If you have a bone to pick with me, start with my red hair. Everything about me rocks, even my last name. So the character has red hair. I'll even give you this one additional hint, which I probably shouldn't do. The character is female. Hmm. Red hair. I want you to get this so bad. I got to give you one more clue. All right, go for it, man. My, I'm, I, you know, this, I, this character or characters that is in this universe are parts of lots of different products. So this one, this one particular product, because I'm not sure if you had it, but this would not be. This may be a. This character may be on a product that you had, especially when Leia was younger, potentially. Especially when Leia was younger, you may have had these. In your medicine cabinet for Leia. Some call me a chip off the old block. Oh my gosh, Pebbles from the from but, Flintstones. Ding, 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 oh, ding, ding, my friend. I, oh, you buddy, that was good. One. Yes, yes. That was good. That was definitely good. Oh, buddy. So for and, the and, audience. And I, and then I called out at Barney Rubble as, as one of the as one That's of the fighters. So I almost, oh. I don't know if I, if I make it, if I, because I almost said that. <laughs> may come up i figured i would give it away okay so for anyone that didn't hear it was was almost gonna be pebbles okay (laughs) for anyone that didn't hear it is pebbles flintstone so this will be do it i'm a chip uh, some call me a chip off the old block but i'm much smaller a chip smaller than a chip would be a pebble i'm not only a blast from the past i can be down in prehistoric where the flintstones take place if you have a bone to pick we start with my red hair i've been said uh red hair uh which is uh pebbles as a baby has the bone in her hair. Everything about me rocks. Even my last name. Her last name is Flintstone. So there we go. Fantastic. Nice job, sir. Uh, nice job. Awesome. Awesome. That awesome. Was fun. That was good. That was very good. We 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 crossed a little bit there. That was awesome. Yes, I, I dig yes, it. I really dig I'm it. I'm telling you that that nerd though, man, with that mind meld. It's okay. The, the, right. Is, you know, RIP Leonard Leroy. Okay. Yes. Uh and We'll we'll talk about the next episode uh, shortly. So, uh, Brian, where can people find you? As always, please feel to friend me or, or follow me on Facebook at Brian Steven. Dead of Steven spelled with a V for victory. Awesome. And you can tweet at me at the fan at Fandemic three or message me on Facebook at the Fandemic. If you want to support the show, you can do a monetary or if you can't afford anything right now, go share the show. Give me a five-star review. All right. Uh, you can go to Patreon at uh, patreon.com slash pandemic and check out my tiers there. Also, you can uh, check out this show on anchor.fm slash P 
P-V-O-T-N. And you can you can help us out there as well. Again, share the show or uh, monetary. We have some, uh, I got some polls up that you can take. I'll have some for this episode as well. Special thanks to everybody that we talked about, all the creators out there from the Flintstones to uh, Chester Cheetah and uh, all the people, Kristen and Eric. Thank you so much for for being uh, unwillingly part of the show. And uh, Brian, let's close this up, buddy. All right, ladies and gentlemen, as always, thank you for what is without out the best hour of your week. And we appreciate you leveling up your awesome with us each and every week. Thanks for catching up. You're welcome for leveling up your awesomeness. Live free or die empty. Have a great day. What? What?